Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. What's cracking? What's cracking? Flight 785 in the house once again for another week. My name is Kenyan, aka Dutch Chocolate, guys. You know who I am. You know how I do it, guys. You know how I do it. And I'm here with my lovely lady friend, Carrie. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How Outstanding. About you? I am great. I am feeling good. Current time 4 10 p.m. on July 30th, 2022. Welcome aboard, guys. Welcome aboard to Flight 785. You're on board Flight 785. That's right, Vanessa. Thank you. Hey, guys, this is the podcast where we pull off a few current events and we chop it up. We talk about it and we roll with it. And it is a good time. I guarantee it is a good time. And at the very top of the show, I always have to tell you all that I may ruffle a few feathers. But what I have is what you call diplomatic immunity so don't get upset with me don't get upset with me you guys are part of the flight crew if you're listening so it's all good you know how i get down so at the very beginning of the show i also i also like to say or we talk about what we have been watching what have we been watching on the telly gary what have we been watching we're watching the train wreck of the bachelorette the with bachelorette. the two bachelorettes Two bachelorettes, and it is a if, train wreck. If one's not crying, the other one is. It is a train wreck. Two women, 30 men. Two women and 30 men, Carrie. I like this one. For, I like that one. Yes. I don't like that one anymore. He likes you, though. You know, <laughs> it is terrible. It is absolutely terrible. It is Carrie's trash TV that she loves to watch. But, you no. know, I, as a uh -uh. devoted, excuse me, hold and, on a second. Wait, wait, wait. I, as a devoted person, I will sacrifice and watch The Bachelorette with her because that's just the type of guy I now, am. Now, I normally do not, just to clue you in, I don't normally watch The Bachelorette. I usually watch The Bachelor. I watch the first or second episode of the, uh, first and second episode of The Bachelorette. And then I come in at the end because I usually do not care for it. It usually is complete and utter chaos. But ever since you started watching The Bachelor, Bachelorette stuff, you insist we watch the whole thing in The Bachelor. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But it is good to see the... I don't know what do you call it, the psychological yes the psychological and that's of the, of the why show. I watch it just to see the psychological aspects of how people think and how people react the psychological <laughs> of the Bachelorette and the then psychology. what else yes whatever you know what we've been watching Big Brother that's another one it's interesting to watch the psychology of how people bunch think of liars, and react guys. and bunch who, of liars who lies and how well they lie nothing but a bunch of people on a game show lying to each other it's and talking yeah. behind each other's back and voting people out of the house yes 
So yes. And we started watching a Paramount Plus a TV show called Younger. It has Hillary Duff and something else, someone else in Sutton there. Foster, I believe. Yes, Younger. Yes. We are behind, guys. We are behind. I know Younger has been out for a minute, but it's been we out are behind. For a while. We are behind. So we, we just are trying found to catch it. up. Yeah, we just found it. So the premise is there is a woman that is a divorced woman and in she, her 40s in her 40s and she tries to get a job with a publishing company but she lies to say that she's 27 mm-hmm. years old in order to get the job so it's a good it's a good show to watch after and a hard but i mean it's relatable because it is hard if you stay home with your kids and then get back out in the job force so i find that interesting it's a good light-hearted show that you can watch very with, much so after a hard day's work with yeah. a glass of merlot or a glass of chardoni <laughs> Or that's water. Right. Or, okay, or water. <laughs> so that's what we have been watching, correct, Carrie? Is that all we got? Yes. That's okay. It. So, guys, I'm going to just let you guys know what the flight plan is for today. The flight plan for today is we're going to talk about a, a couple that are having a dog issue, an issue with a dog. We're also going to talk about, you know, some of the most educated cities in the United States. And we're going to talk about a shower hack. A hack for when you're in the shower, Carrie, as well as learn something, right? What do we have with learn something? So learn something I'm very excited about. It's about winking. Winking. And there's a lot of interesting facts, and I'll explain why, what led me down the rabbit hole to figure out, uh, to do some research on winking. Is that right? Yes. There was a traumatic incident that happened last week <laughs> that we need to get into. Really? To, yes, that led me to want to learn about winking. I don't recall that traumatic incident. It's okay. Uh, right it, now, it, I was an, it was inner thoughts for me when it was oh happening. My. And it so I'm inner, going to was, share with you. It was some inner thoughts. Oh, yes. my. oh, okay. All right. I have those without you, you know. Oh, my. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. And then we get into Abby is Not Right, the segment of the show, my favorite part. Well, I read one of the advice columns and we chop it up to decide if Abby is or is not right. So I think just, you know, settle in. It will be a good show. So here we go. This story is coming from the Daily Mirror. Hello, governor. That's the Daily Mirror out of Great Britain, Carrie. Uh So here we go. Owning a dog is extremely rewarding, but it comes at a cost. A woman was left furious when her husband bought a puppy on a whim and didn't bother to give her a heads up. That's a no-no. Explaining how she works from home, While he goes into the office, the woman has vented her frustrations over now having to care for a puppy while she tries to earn a living. That's tough. You know what? It is tough. But here's what she has to say. (laughs) She told Reddit, my husband had never had a dog before. We started dating and then we ended up getting married. But he fell in love with my dog Mimi and recently wanted one of his own. Oh, very nice. Can't they just share? Well, you know what? I was... Firmly against this anytime soon. Honestly, Mimi doesn't have long left. You know, maybe a year, maybe two tops. She's starting to go, and a puppy would make the last of her time too stressful. Okay. That's sad. I insisted after she passed and we mourned we could get a second dog. So she's saying, you know, after Mimi passes away, and we mourn, okay, we can get a dog. My husband wasn't happy, but he agreed. Well, my husband brought home a puppy. 
I was furious, to say the least, and demanded that he take it back to the breeder. I work from home, and he goes into the office, so I am the one who'd be taking care of it. Oh, no. This is terrible. Very disrespectful this of is, him. Gary, please, let me finish the story. That's just terrible. Okay. After he refused to return the dog to the breeder, the woman said she would only look after the puppy if she is paid for that inconvenience. Let me get this straight. Let me reset that. Yes, she, the wife is asking for she, payment. She's saying that to babysit she, his puppy. She is saying that she wants to be paid for that inconvenience. Oh, hell no. He agreed. Though I think I, that sounds like a plan. Well, new shoes and dresses for her. No. He agreed, though I don't think he believed me, she added. I researched how much dog care would be, drew up a contract, and put it in front of him to sign. That's awesome. The husband signed it. <laughs> this is what I don't get. The husband signed the contract without even reading it. Congratulations. You played yourself. He played himself. If the dog doesn't behave, she can take him back to the pound. No, no, he got the, it. He, the, he got it from breeder. the breeder. Okay, you you don't you don't buy a dog from a breeder and then take it to the dog pound. That's one thing you don't do. Okay, it's been a month and my monthly bill has been sent to him. He's blown up, even though the dog is only alive because of me. After a miserable month, I told him he can pay or take the dog back. We're at a stalemate here. I outright own the house, so we have a shared bank account for utilities and groceries. Everything else we earn, we keep for ourselves for our own savings and fun money. I don't think this marriage is going to work. I'm is charging this your him, dear Abby? I'm charging him 4,000 euros a month since that's what boarding <laughs> is around here. Oh, hell no. <laughs> 400 euros a month. You said 4,000. No, 400. Okay. 400 euros a month. Oh, hell no. And now that the dollar is, is that getting like 40 American. No, it's no, it is not. Now <laughs> that the dollar is almost equal with the euro, it's about $400. Oh, okay. A month. Okay. So one user on Reddit said your husband doesn't respect your boundaries. Your labor has value and your husband doesn't respect that either. He went behind your back, bought an animal that requires a lot of care and expects you to do all the work. I don't think you're wrong for expecting to be paid for the value of labor that you didn't want to do in the first place. Now, my perspective here is this, okay? This woman is being very, very selfish, okay? She's being very selfish. She is charging her husband $400 a month to take care of the puppy. What happened to, well, I will just say, when did to have and to hold become a crime? Okay. Well, when did, I, I, hold on, Carrie, please. I have the floor. It's very rude to interrupt. <laughs> when did, you know, a, a gentleman brings home a puppy for his loving wife and the wife is upset and wants to charge the man $400 a month to take care of the puppy? This is ridiculous. I don't think this marriage is going to last very much longer because of this woman's selfishness. Now, what say you, Carrie? What we say you? I agree on part of it. But I, I, I think I don't. Th I think the marriage was doomed to begin with. All the division and stipulation of money and the roles and this and that. Like a marriage is, as you said, to have and to hold. You know, so you should hold things together, including money. You should not have separate this, pay separate that. Like 
it works for some, but most it doesn't. It should be a union of everything. A union of everything. Yes. So there's a lot of holes in the marriage to begin with before the dog. I think that was his way of doing the breaking point and... That way he can have his own dog. Let me get this straight. You think he wants to break up the relationship so he gets a puppy? Is that what you're telling me? Yes. I don't think I think correct. he's just staying with her till she trains it and then he's out. No, I think you're reading into this. <laughs> I think you're reading into this, Gary. I don't no, think. I see the I, writing on the mirror. No, I, no, it's the writing on the wall. Okay. No, <laughs> isn't it the daily mirror that no, you got it from? You know, <laughs> it is not the writing on the beer, okay? It's the correct. <laughs> we saw, know, we all the, saw it in the mirror. The correct, no, the correct. I saw it in the mirror too. Rick James, where are you, Rick? Where are you when I need you, Rick? Cocaine is a hell of a Did job. you or did you not get the article from the mirror? I got it from the Daily Mirror, but it's there the you right, go. It is the, the writing is on the it, mirror. It's the writing, is, you know what? You read between the lines. Okay. Okay. You know and what? You'll see your face in it. I, I am I am a little behind the times. I did not take my ginkgo bilboba this morning. I forgot once again, guys. I need to set a reminder on my phone, on my iPhone 10s Max, that I need to take my ginkgo bilboba. I do just fine without it. I don't know what your problem uh, is. Of course you do. But <laughs> I do not think that he bought a dog so that he can have her train it and then him leave the woman. I don't think. That is what's happening here, Carrie. Okay. I really, I, I, I really don't. I think that you're reading into this, but I think that the would. Would you not agree that the woman is being very, no. very selfish? No, she has her reasons for it. You know what the gentleman should do? W- women you know always have their reasons for these things. <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's ridiculous. I think the gentleman needs to call house hatters. I don't think it's going to work. I think he needs to find his own place. That's what I think. He needs to find his own place since the woman owns the house. That is what I have to say on that one. But I digress. There is a hack, Carrie. There is a hack when it comes to showering. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there is a hack that says that you never or may never have to wear deodorant again. Now, here we go, Carrie. Are you ready for this? I can't wait. This came from the Daily Mirror also. So it says that body odor is definitely something we want to avoid at all times. Mm -hmm. But in the summer months, when we're naturally all sweating a little bit more, it's hard to banish it altogether. Wouldn't you agree? Not for me. In Texas, for sure. Well, in Texas, it does get hot. It does. Sometimes you don't even have to work out and you just... That's true. Melt. That's true. Well, you know, and you know what? My nickname is Dutch Chocolate. And Chocolate Belts. We all sweat. You're not special. No, I didn't. I just say that Chocolate Belts. But anyway, so even the most- So does Vanilla Chocolate. Okay. You know what? First of all, there are two different- Everybody melts. No, first of all, there's no such thing- We're all people. There's no such thing as Vanilla- You know what? Rick James. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. There's no such thing as Vanilla Chocolate, okay? There's There's vanilla-flavored white chocolate. uh, Okay. You know what? You know what? You want to call it Dutch flavored? I I say vanilla flavored. We're not going white down, ain't nobody got time for that. We're not going down this rabbit hole with you. I'm not going down this rabbit hole with you today. Okay, I'm not going to do it. Let's get back to the task. Okay. Even the most freshly showered of us will probably fall foul of some unusual smells from time to time, and it can be really hard to find the perfect deodorant that really works and doesn't cost, you know, cost a fortune basically. Yes. So. But if you're still on the lookout for a product that banishes odors, you may have something that's already in your shower. 
So this woman water. on this no 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 besides water, Carrie. But you know what? <laughs> Hopefully no, besides, it's not like a dry but, shampoo or a water, dry. This woman dry says this woman says, okay, uh-huh. that she says, a little while back, I was working with a dermatologist because I had these little bumps on my forehead, and they told me it was like bacterial overgrowth, so they recommended a soap that I used to get rid of the overgrowth. They also let me know that the same ingredient inside the soap is also in head and shoulders to get rid of the overgrowth of a bacteria. She then said that if she ever forgets the soap and needs to wash her face, then she'll use a little bit of head and shoulders. She then divulged that one day out of curiosity, she Googled, why do armpits that stink, stink? Lo and behold, it's because of a bacterial overgrowth in the area. So one day I just decided to give it a shot, she continued. I washed my armpits with head and shoulders, let it sit there for a few minutes. Oh my goodness. While I did the regular shower routine and it actually worked. The next day I didn't put on deodorant and I did a workout and I didn't stink. It was a miracle. So try head and shoulders underneath your armpits. Oh, hell no. I don't think this woman lives in Southeast Texas. I really don't think I she think lives in Southeast Texas. I think you should try it for Texas. a week. You think I should try? Yeah, you work from home. You have the luxury of trying. Oh, hell no. You don't have a puppy to raise right now. You know what? <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to do it. But what I was thinking about doing. How about what, I pay you $400 out of our joint account to try it for a week? Somehow I think I'm getting screwed here. Somehow somehow I think I'm getting screwed here. Just take it out of your paycheck. <laughs> no, what I was going to do is I was going to recommend that you, you try this at your high stress job. You try getting the head and shoulders and then let us know how well we want we want to make the show better we really want to make the show better so guys <laughs> if you feel make my if, job if, if you feel that carrie needs to try this head and shoulders hack give me a hell yeah what? hell no it's not happening because yes I just know the day I do that, yes. our AC is going to go out again. Yeah, the AC and, and, is going to go out. Yes. You, you know, the last time the AC went out, when I walked in at 730 in the morning, it was already 88 degrees. I'm sure it got up to freaking 92 by the 92. time I left. So as we all are in agreement that you are going to try the head shoulders hack. Is that correct, Carrie? Yes, we all agree that you have time to do that. You know what? We're going to move on. We are going to you move on. You smell more than I do. We, you know what? That's disrespectful. That's You know what? You're that a is, man. That, that is just because I'm a man. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm Dutch chocolate, okay? I am Dutch chocolate. I, I smell I, like vanilla. <laughs> going to leave that alone. Okay. 2022's most and least educated cities in America Wallet Hub, they came out with, uh, you know, a list of the most educated and least educated cities in America, okay. you know, determining on, you know, college degrees, mm-hmm. that type of thing. And so just some notables, and I'm getting this from WalletHub.com, Ann Arbor, Michigan is sitting in the number one spot. Of uneducated? Of educated, the most educated cities. Oh. Now, the University of Michigan is there. 
Okay. Yes, the University of Michigan. Shout out to Michigan. I've got a I've got a brother in law who is a big Michigan fan. So shout out to the Michigan. Uh, are they the Wolverines or the yes. Spartans? No, I can't remember. The oh, they're the Wolverines. Okay. The you know Wolverines. what? Excuse I worked me. with a dentist and from Michigan, from uh, Michigan uh, University, and yes, she was one of the best dentists I've ever worked with. So I believe it. They probably do have a really good educational system. Yeah. So and she had some unique techniques that she used that no other dentist I've ever worked with. Since I worked with residents, I got to know the different styles and things of okay. how how they do their dental work that they learned through their mentorship throughout okay. the United States. Right. So it's very cool to see the differences in teaching at different universities, but her techniques were very useful and she was really smart. Okay, so one of the yeah. metrics they were using, they were using, you know, people that in were in metropolitan areas that had bachelor's degrees or higher mm-hmm. and the quality of their public school systems and the gender education gap. So, yes, that's what they used. Okay. And so Ann Arbor came in at number one. And some notables, uh, Texas didn't come in until number 10 for the Austin Round Rock area. So they came in 10. Colorado Springs, I see you. You came in at 13. One of my favorite cities in the whole United States is Colorado Springs. Used to live there. Loved Colorado Springs. And then as we keep going down our list. Who's last? You know what? Urban, That's all we need to know. No, no, Urban Honolulu came in at 29. Oh, no. Shout out to Honolulu. Used to live there also. And then Kansas City, Kansas, and Missouri, probably more Kansas side, came in at number 40. So, yes, that is what we have for most You mean more of the Missouri side. No, more the Kansas side. Those Missouri folks are, uh, no, no. Missouri, no. Kansas came in at number 40. So it was Kansas City, the metropolitan area. Okay. Yes. And, you know, Houston. Where do you think Houston ranked on the list? I don't know. They I'm were down. Top. They were down. No, they were down. Uh, Dallas came in at 73rd for uh-huh. most educated, and Houston came down a little further at 88. Houston. That's, that's because we're the Woodlands, more. Uh, Sugarland. Less book smart, more. Uh, street smart? Street smart. Street smart. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I hear you. I hear you. So that's what we have. We think for, on our feet. That's what we have for Wallet Hub. And then we need to get into learn something, right, Carrie? Let's yes. get it going. Okay. For learn something, the whole. Uh, wanting to learn about winking thing came from my traumatic uh, episode this last week. I I don't know. My allergies were really, really bothering me. I sneezed like six times and my eyes started watering. Yes. I was on the phone with a patient. It looked like I was crying. Like I could see drips coming from my eye onto my paper. Right. I had a puffy scratchy sleeve like see-through sleeve on and i accidentally took my shoulder and wiped my eye scratched my eye had to go to the eye doctor my eye looked like someone punched me by the end of the day so they put in some medication did all the stuff to my eyes and as i'm driving home i could barely see and this this eye that hurts is the eye i cannot wink 
I can wink my left eye. I cannot wink my right eye. Okay. So, so it was I'm, the right eye that... Yes, okay. that hurt that I wanted to close, but I couldn't close that eye and keep the other eye open. Yes, I So understand. I kept like winking, thinking, okay, it'll make it feel better, you know, and right. trying to get the right eye down. But with no accomplishment, it did not work, but I made it home safely. Thank goodness. So I decided to do my learn something on winking. So there's an article in allaboutvision.com and it describes why people wink and what does it mean? So a little wink can make people go wild, like even before Elvis did the wink thing. Uh, winks are not always a sign of flirtation, though. I didn't. I didn't know Elvis Presley. I did guess a wink he did thing. a wink. I didn't either until I read the article. Okay. So then a wink. A wink depends on the culture and the context. A wink can be a very ambiguous gesture used in communication. When do you think the wink face emoji emoji came about? What year? Probably when cell phones came out. I will guess. I will, when did cell phones come out? Two thousand two, two thousand three, maybe. I don't know. No, we were way behind the times. I'm sure okay. they came out sooner. Okay, excuse me for that. <laughs> Well, I didn't need one. Okay. I have my good old landline, okay? I don't think we my good got- good old rotary. The good old rotary landline. You guys- I don't think we got a cell phone until 2005, Don't so. act all brand new, all right. guys. You guess guys, a day. You guys guess remember the rotary phone. <laughs> guess a year? Yes. I'll say 2000. 2015. Uh, okay. Is when the wink emoji came about. All right. Uh, the reasons why we wink. One is to show affection, to spark a laugh, to share an inside secret, and for some other reasons. Yes. So I remember when our youngest son learned how to wink. Do you remember this? I do not. So we were at my grandpa's funeral. You know, everybody oh, was crying goodness. and upset. And for some reason, normally our youngest son sleeps through th- slept through church. I think he was around three years old, and he was just crying, not paying attention, just really. And we were up front, and I remember all of a sudden he starts laughing, and I'm like, "Okay, that's fine. Laughing is better than crying or acting a fool." Right. And I look back, and my aunt Linda is teaching him how to wink. Teaching him how to wink. Yes. So he was there learning how to wink and winking back and forth to her. So it was all in good spirit, something grandpa would have enjoyed family growing and, you know, bonding. Good old, so. good old Aunt Linda, my yes. fav- my favorite aunt in Wichita, Kansas. Yes. Shout out to Wichita, Kansas. So she saved the day. So she we always does. So we did not does. have a whining child. She just, she's just a great person, guys. She yes. is a great person. So then the science behind a wink, winking involves the contracting of the orbi ocular What? What is it? I knew you were going to like me. Just give me a second. Can you be a little bit more specific? Engineer. (laughs) The orbi ocularisis oculi muscle okay which receives signals from the facial motor nucleus if the connection between the two hubs is too weak then no amount of practice will pay off not everyone can wink and i guess pop star rihanna she cannot wink okay so i see some people can only wink with one eye which was me and not the other eye yes can you wink absolutely Wink, wink at me. No, I don't believe you. I don't not, know if I've ever seen you wink. Listen, listen. 
I'm very I know you do the I lazy do. eye, but I, do you weep? First of all, hold on a minute. Hold on. You know what? It's about to go down. First of all, there's no such thing as the lazy eye. What okay? is it you call? I your look? I don't do the, the lazy good look? It, it, Listen, listen. <laughs> Have you ever watched the movie Zoolander? It's the look. Okay, I have I have what you call guys a je ne sais quoi. Right. Okay, it is the look. Okay. But yes, I do. So can know you how wink both eyes? I do every time I blink. <laughs> no. I do every time I blink. Let me see yes. you wink. Okay. You know what? This is ridiculous. Please right. continue. This is because one eye has what is referred to as the ocular dominance, just like right you write with your right or left hand it is determined by different parts in your brain the ocular dominance is governed by the part of the brain that controls your field of vision is that right yes so a wink may be just a wink but really or mostly winks are used in fun teasing flirting but depend on whom is giving or receiving a wink it may be unsettling I see. So a wink is usually shared between two people. So it is all about timing, relationship, and circumstances. Sometimes a wink is a facial tick or twitch caused by stress or alcohol, which I did not know that you could get like a tick from drinking alcohol. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I didn't know you could get a tick from alcohol. I knew you could get it from stress, but not alcohol. I've had it from stress, but not alcohol. Okay. So, okay. That's what that's where we're going here. You've had a tick from stress and not alcohol. Yes. Okay, if you say not so. the stress of drinking alcohol if, either. If you say so. Anyway. Thank you, Snooki. You know what? <laughs> winking is considered flirting because research says that humans find winking to be exciting or arousing. Mainly because Wait a minute, wait a minute. Reset that. Reset that. Say that one more time. Say that one more time, please. I feel like you're setting me up. Absolutely not. What would you say then? Winking is considered flirting because research says that humans find winking to be exciting or arousing. Oh, my. (laughs) You know what? Mainly because the blinking causes the pupils to dilate. You know, it's said that when your pupils dilate, you're seeing something that you like. Is that right? Yes, the body responds to, and the brain is saying, more please. Dilated pupils allow the eyes to take in more of what they find pleasing and send it to the brain. You know what? My pupils are dilating right now. I'm sure they are, because so you're looking at me, right? So it's something else. <laughs> oh, my. This is ridiculous. Okay. So Please now continue. let's get into the winking of different cultures, okay? There's Sounds good. the Western culture. The Western culture. Uh, it embraces the winking as an inside joke between two people it can describe a nap like to catch 40 winks right it is known so it is known that after the civil war west point military academy cadets used winking to cheat on their tests too is that right yeah and american sports teams uh use uh specific instructions to tell their teammates by doing the winking so i guess rihanna cannot join i no, she can't <laughs> and then plus Latin... she's a woman but please continue Stop. no there's That's no women not in... right no no there's no women in major league baseball but please continue <laughs> you're so no i mean bad. it's true it's true there's no the, listen there's no women in major league baseball because they're just not very good diplomatic community i said what i said please continue i 
I don't believe you. No, it's true. No, no, you okay. can look. Okay, you look okay. On, listen, I understand. No, no, listen, I know you don't believe me, but if you look on MajorLeagueBaseball.com and you look at all the rosters, there is no women on there. So, yes, I you can't. You can trust I me. I understand what you're There's saying. There's no women. The women aren't good enough to play. Women are they, not going to like you after this. They're not good but enough in, to play. But in Latin America, <laughs> using winking exclusively to communicate for rom- romantic and sexual interest is what the Latin Americans oh use it my. for. West Africa and Nigeria is a sign of disrespect for a child to be in the same room as a guest. So parents will wink at the child to dismiss them from the room when visitors are present. So I guess if they can't wink with one eye, they must blink real hard. Well, they could. That's true. (laughs) Or hit them with a stick. But please continue. Stop. I'm just saying. There's more than one way to get a kid out of the room. But please continue. You're so. Diplomatic immunity. Yeah, you're going to need that today when we get off this. This is ridiculous. India. In India, there's a fine line between being sly or flirting. It should only be done when a relation you're in a relationship with someone. So you can only wink in India if you're if it's with your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife, okay? Okay. And then Australia. It is considered absolutely rude too and suggestive especially between a man and a woman to wink really yes disrespect really yes same with asia in asia winking is a vulgar gesture unless you are looking to start a fight really and then on a serious note if you do have an eye twitch Right. Don't These go are... to Asia. <laughs> yeah. If you have an eye twitch, don't go to Asia. Definitely not. You, you go to Asia, it's going to be all like Donkey Kong. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Oh, so here no. are some ways to reduce that twitch if you go to Asia, okay? Yes. You're going to reduce your caffeine. Reduce my caffeine. You're going to meditate and do yoga or light meditate. exercise. Uh, yes. And you're going to try to relax your facial muscles, I'm going okay? To relax my <laughs> facial Bustles. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I also have a few tidbits or information about the uh, winking of habits of pets. Since you brought up the dog story. Yes. I thought I'd, or I'd already planned this, but anyway, I thought it would be a good addition to it. So you remember how our golden retriever used to wink at us? Yes, I do. Okay. And I would either wink at him and he'd wink back or I'd say, watch me and I'd wink and then he'd wink back. Right. Well, dogs uh, use the winking sign as a non-aggression form of communication. Really? Because extended eye contact is viewed as aggressive in dogs, right? And you're challenging their dominance. Okay. I did not know that. So your dog doesn't want to fight you. So that's why they wink back at you to show submission. Oh, it's very nice. It's a sign of admiration, respect, and it warms the heart. Very nice. So that that sums up Zachar Golden for sure. Yes. He passed, what, six years ago? No, not that long ago. Like four. About four years ago. Okay. So then uh, cats wink or blink at you. It is considered the highest compliment. That means that they think you are trustworthy. Well, I don't trust cats. So. <laughs> I've never seen a cat blink, so they must not trust me yeah, either. I don't, tr- I don't trust cats. Just, uh, you know what? I've, I've said before, I don't trust cats. They think they're better <laughs> than everybody else. Diplomatic immunity. So that's all for Learn Something. You're on board flight 785. 
Fantastic. We need to get to my favorite part of the show. It is Abby is not right. The portion of the show where I grab a story from one of the advice columns and we chop it up to decide if Abby is or is not right. Carrie, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Dearest Abigail, my wife and I have been married 47 years. Since she retired from her job, she has become addicted to her DVR. She records everything she can think of to watch later, in parentheses, her quote, <laughs> quotation marks. She has shows she recorded from last year, but hasn't watched. And they take up 90% of her DCR or DVR memory. She uses only about 10% for new shows that she watches to make room for other programs. So every night we have to watch what she has recorded that day to make room for the next day's recordings. If I say anything about it, she gets very upset and it causes tension. I don't mind some of the shows, but there aren't that many that I will spend time watching. I wish there was a support group for husbands of women who are addicted to their DVRs. So we could understand what's going on in their heads. I hear you, brother. You listen, brother, I hear you. How should I deal with this problem? I need to reset that one more time for emphasis, okay? Can I reset that one more time, Carrie? Sure. I wish there was a support group for husbands of women who are addicted to their DVRs so we could understand what's going on in their heads. What does Abby say? How do I deal with this problem? This is terrible. You know what? I think I need to start a support group for husbands of women who are addicted to their DVRs. I think this is a good thing. You need but, to be in it? You know what? <laughs> you're trying to start something here. You're trying, you're trying to start something. I'm asking a question. You know, we'll talk after this the This is the podcast. We'll, you need to answer the question. This is not a relationship podcast. You, you know what? We'll, we'll You've diverted three show. questions that the listeners want to know. I got time for that. We're running out of time. But... I ask the hard questions and they don't get answered. <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's ridiculous. But anyway, so that is what the that is a gentleman's problem, Carrie. That is the gentleman's problem. Okay, so what does Abby say? You want to know what Abby has to say. You yeah. don't want to give your take on it. Oh no, I know my take. You know your take. Okay. We'll see what Abigail says. Abigail says, if there's a support group for husbands of compulsive wives, I am not aware of it. The solution what? may to inform your wife that she can now stream many of the shows she's been saving on the DVR. A compromise might be viewing of one of the archive programs, you know, one of the older ones at night, in addition to the new ones if possible. However, if she's not agreeable, consider buying yourself your own television set. That way you are not obligated to watch anything you don't wish to. That is what Abby had to say. I don't think Abby understands what a DVR is, and you have to get a whole nother uh, cable system. Uh, well, Abby, <laughs> and, and I am offended by her word of a compulsive. What? What did it say? Compulsive wife. She, yes. She no, said, yes. that's not what she said. Yeah, no, she what said, did she say? She said, "If there's a support group for husbands of compulsive wives, yes, I am I, not aware of it. I am appalled by her you, use of language. What do you mean? She is Are you out offend? of touch Are you with." Uh, modern yes. anemones of the DVR. Are all you, right. Are you offended by her comment? 
Yes. Ain't nobody got time for that. I have no issue. Nobody with has her. time to listen to Abby. I have you no need issue to just with her. Go, topic. He and you can just go to your support group and leave that <laughs> poor wife alone. She worked for 47 years. If she wants to fill up the DVR, let her fill up the freaking DVR. First of all, Nowhere in the story did it say anything about her working for 47 years. She said she years. worked, no, 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 she worked no, for 47 no. years and now she's retired. No, no, he did said, it not? No, he said, my wife and I have been married for 47 years since she retired from her job. We don't know. She could have worked one year and then retired. We don't know that. Okay. No. We do, we I'm do reading have a, into this. We, I, she worked for 47 years. Well, tell me something. It doesn't matter. A marriage is work because she worked for 47 tell, freaking years. Tell me something we don't know, guys. Carrie is reading into things. Tell us something that we don't know. You know what? I I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. You know what? Nobody, nobody gives. I heard what I heard. Nobody gives a hee haw that you have a bachelor's degree in psychology. I've been taking notes. I heard it said she's been working for forty-seven years on this marriage. No, no. and she needs the DVR. It didn't say anything about she's been working on the marriage for forty-seven years. What it said is my wife and I I have been married for forty. Seven years. Yes, she she's re- been working on that damn marriage she, she retired- for forty-seven years, and she needs an outlet. And if it means filling up the DVR, it means filling up the DVR. He needs to go do some lawn work. Let me get this straight. Let me get. So that is your take. So what you're telling me is that he needs to continue to suffer in silence over his wife using up the DVR. Is that what you're telling me? Is that what you're telling yes, me? Yes, or come to a compromise where. He can have 10%. She can have 90%. Really? Really? It must be something she she really needs. She can have 10. She can have 90% and he gets 10% of the TV. Yes. Because I'm sure he took up 90% of her time for 47 years. Okay, here she goes. Here she goes. Reading into things, guys. (laughs) She's constantly reading into things. This is my take on the whole situation. I thought this, you already said it. No, no, I didn't. You said this, you were going to a support group. That's no, all we need to know. No, no, this is my take on the whole situation, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And don't push that house on our button. That's my engineer. He he does the, the sound drops, but no. Here's what I think. I believe that the gentleman here is suffering. He's been married for 47 years, and now that his wife is retired, she wants to take over the television. Now, what I will think is that this gentleman has been being a faithful, devoted husband for 40. And will se- continue. It's very rude to interrupt, please. And will continue. <laughs> you know, uh, Engineer, shut off her microphone. It's very rude, okay? But I believe that he has been a devoted husband for 47 years and now his wife comes she probably worked she probably worked at the local dollar general for a year and then retired okay and now she wants to take over the dvr this is what that husband this is what i tell you what you need to do sir what i feel you need you need to put your foot down okay and you need to let that woman know listen we're not doing this anymore i'm drawing a line in the sand you are not going to be hogging up the dvr and then what you do is you do one of two things Okay. The first thing you do, you delete everything from the DVR. Delete everything from the DVR. It's okay. And I'm winking at him, guys. You, no problem. You with delete, my left eye. Listen, you del- He's getting a good wink. <laughs> no, you delete everything from the DVR, and then if she gets upset and she still is, you know, just flipping out, what you do is you take the TV, you go up to the second story window, second floor, and you throw it out the window, and you say. 
if I can't watch what I want to watch, then nobody's going to watch what I what we're going to watch. And that's that you put the man. Listen, you put the man in the word manager. There's a reason why the word manager has man as the main word man and manager diplomatic immunity. I said what I said. So obviously with that rant, we all understand you do need to go to a support group because you've got some issues. (laughs) Diplomatic immunity. You've got some patient issues. Listen, sir, do what you have to do, okay? Put the man in manager. Go go to a support group. (laughs) You know what? This is ridiculous. And Kenan will follow. (laughs) You know what? That's disrespectful. (laughs) Guys, we are running out of time. We are running out of time. Guys, I would like to thank you for being on the flight crew and showing up. Hit me up on my socials, on Instagram, Snapchat, Flight 785. It's just that easy. Or go on Facebook and go to Flight 785 podcast page and leave a note. It's a good look. Carrie, thanks for rolling with us on the show. Do you have any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Yes. Enjoy your family and friends and get ready for school to start and all the traffic to come back. No, we need to end it with something positive, Carrie. We we need something positive, please. We need to reset that. What Enjoy positive? the last two weeks of traffic <laughs> free and family time and make the best of the summer. You know what, guys? We love y'all. We will see you in two weeks. I'm going to leave you with this. This comes from my brother, Antonio Vereen. He says, you don't always need a plan. Sometimes you just need to breathe, trust, let go, and see what happens. Blue skies and a tailwind. We will see you in two weeks. We love y'all. You're on board flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.